0: Welcome to Finding My Yum, a sex-positive podcast celebrating all forms of sexual expression. Each week, we bring on a new guest to share their journey. We talk honestly and openly about what they're into and what sex, kinks, love, and more look like in the real world. I'm Jerry Courtney Austin, and my co-host and producer extraordinaire is Will Lentz. Today, we are joined by Taylor and Chase to talk all about their experience of partner non-monogamy. Uh, But before we get to that, I am super excited to announce that it was my birthday yesterday, uh, which is crazy because I am officially 30 years old. Um, In the midst of quarantine and social distancing and the world flipping completely upside down, uh, I have entered into a new decade. And... It's been really fascinating because I am a planner and I am a big control freak and every plan that I wanted to plan and had the best intentions of following through with uh, got canceled because um, that's not how we live life right now Uh, and nothing is open. So it's been a really interesting exercise and gift of really just releasing and accepting what is and also uh, asking for what I want and creating and cultivating the joy that I can in my own space and inviting whoever wants to to show up and participate in whatever way that they can because we're all going through the shit right now Um So yeah, I have mixed feelings about being 30, but overall I feel really loved and invigorated and uh, as if this cocoon is sort of the perfect time to be experiencing this because uh, coming out of this more resilient and unapologetic and open and really clear on my goals and directions that I want to go is, is a pretty good gift for a new decade. So, uh, those were my thoughts on that, but I absolutely adore Taylor and Chase. Uh, we've had Taylor on the podcast twice before and she's back for a third time as our first couple. I absolutely adore these two. They are so in love and so wonderfully open and communicative I've learned a lot from them. Um, I am currently in a non-monogamous relationship, which is something I have never done before, and so using them as guidance and guideposts has been awesome. And getting to bounce ideas off of them, and also uh, just kind of go through this together, has been has been really wonderful. So, uh, unfortunately, Will isn't with me here because we are practicing social distancing. So. Hopefully, we'll get his voice in here at some point. But uh, I really appreciate you again being a part of this community and listening and tuning in every week. Um, it's really special, and I feel um, so excited to be doing this work. So please, please, please enjoy. I'm feeling yummy head to toe. You see me. no hey, Hi, welcome to Finding My Yum. I'm so excited today. I have um, my good friend Taylor back for the third time. Um, and her boyfriend Chase. And uh, thank you guys for being here. Thank you. Mm, my pleasure. Yeah. Pleasure. Um I've only done a couple interviews, I think, with two people. Maybe only one. So this is this is a big deal. What? Two, two. 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 Um but so we're going to talk all about non-monogamy uh, today, which I'm super excited about because that is that how you guys individually identify and identify as a couple?
1: Yeah, we've been. What term are we using lately? Partner, partner non-monogamy. non-monogamy.
0: Partner non-monogamy. If you wanted to get
2: technical, that's yeah. what I think it would be classified as. Yes. What,
0: does, what does the partner add to it?
2: What does a partner add to non-monogamy? Well,
0: like the term non-monogamy, what What does it mean, so to speak? Well, what does putting partner in front of it? Yeah, I'd love for you to define non-monogamy for sure. But what does putting partner in front of non-monogamy mean for you?
2: I think most people that would be familiar with a polyamorous community understands the word primary. Everybody understands the word primary. But within the polyamorous community, or not even polyamorous community, I think within any relationship that is open, your primary partner, which is tailored to me, is the primary partner right. their number one partner everyone else is secondary and so that is the main highlight when oh, you have okay. a partner non-monogamous relationship you and the other person are the primary partners and anybody else beside that is, is a secondary relationship of any Got sort it. So it but double beyond that it
0: emphasizes the partnership that you two have as being like the superseding all others correct
2: but be even to go even further <clears throat> you know everybody would understand that every relationship is designed based on how you want to design it sure There's not like books and rules and laws written to say, no, if you're going to be in a non-monogamous or a partner non-monogamous relationship, this is how it has to go. Absolutely not. For us, we are romantically monogamous, sexually non-monogamous, but that still involves a lot of talking and communication. We have a lot of boundaries and rules as well between our relationship, again, that we have just talked out. And literally written down. We for have us. a list. Yes,
0: you have a list. Yeah, yes. we can read it to you. Oh my god, I would <laughs> love to hear about the list. So c- before we get to the list, which is super juicy and exciting, and I like want a
1: copy for reference. Jerry loves
0: lists. <laughs> I lists love are a turn on list and planning. Um, ooh, got excited. Um, <laughs> But okay, so you guys met though within
1: the king community at a at parties at a party, yeah, right? We did. Um, we met the first time somewhere else, randomly, um, and then I ran into him a second time several months later at um, at a play party, and was like, "Oh my god, I know that guy!" <laughs> <laughs> and then so. I think
0: it's interesting to like particularly in in your relationship of like both of you are coming from a place of already being immersed in the in the play party in the kink community to a certain extent. And having explored that part of your expression and wanting to keep that part while pursuing a relationship. Yes. Yeah, so um, if you could expand a little bit on that, because I know, like, for both you and I, Taylor, like, we have been in monogamous relationships that, or, you know, yeah, whatever. Um, Mine was purely monogamous, and I know, you know, there was a little bit of flexibility maybe with your previous one. Yes. But, um, like, how then your, like, even beginning a relationship, like, what was the mindset and sort of idea of, like, how do we even begin something like this because it's new, is have you had a non-monogamous relationship? Oh, you have. Chase. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um so then going into this like what was the mindset and and what is sort of the goal then um
1: of cultivating something like this for both of you? Um yeah, I can sp- it's it's kind of interesting because I, it was a very unexpected thing. Um I think for both of us, but for me in particular, like I was not looking to establish any kind of relationship other than a sexual one and like a friendship you know I'd been doing like friends with benefits for a while and that seemed to be working for me and like my feelings were getting hurt less so I was like okay (laughs) like this is the new strategy just like go through life and switch them out (laughs) you know get the rotation going or whatever and so that's how our relationship started was basically so we met again that night at that party and then um the next day I went over to his apartment and it just kind of never left you know what I mean like I I we would hang out a couple times a week at first and then we were hanging out a lot and then um it just sort of evolved into a thing and so I think I thought it was going to be a lot more of a seamless transition than it was because like oh hey we're both involved in this and like we both do this and this is fun Um, until you get like real feelings for a person and then it's like, ah, you know, and it makes it a lot more challenging. Like in the beginning, when we were just kind of like friends or just like first starting to like each other and he would tell me about like stuff that he did, I'd be like, oh yeah, cool, good for you. (laughs) (laughs) And then as I started to develop like really strong feelings, I was like, it's hurting, (laughs) you know, like every time. And so I think... I wasn't anticipating. Um, I wasn't anticipating the, the hurt I was gonna feel. I think I anticipated like um, jealousy or insecurity or you know compare and despair. Like the, my first question is always like, "Is she thinner than me?" You know. I thought <laughs> I thought I was really gonna get stuck stuck there, but I think really it's just kind of the, the the hurt when you actually care about a person, and I think that was that was the most surprising bit for me.
0: Um so yeah because uh so I'm also embarking on a non-monogamous relationship and um I have more interest in sort of uh, because I've been exploring this aspect of myself for a year like I feel more comfortable in this space than um my partner does. So but it kind of came up like him exploring a little bit the other day and immediately like my whole body like went rigid like, like, and I was sick. like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like oh (laughs) sure (laughs) this is a thing um but uh, like uh, for your own exploration that like have you explored that hurt and like where it actually resides and what it's actually hitting on because I think that this is the really interesting thing about non-monogamy is that we are so conditioned for monogamy particularly in this country um and and worldwide and that like almost ownership of the other person's body, like emotional capacity, et cetera, Mm -hmm. is like a point of pride and something that is supposed to reflect on you. And so I feel like that's where a lot of non-monogamy can fuck shit up.
1: And so I'm curious if you've like investigated what that hurt is for you. Yeah, I have investigated that. And like, thank God for my therapist. I want to like plug Lynn right now because (laughs) she has a ton of experience uh, counseling, you know, every variety of, of person and relationship you could imagine. She has a lot of experience counseling people in the sex-positive community, counseling people in the in the polyamory community. In fact, she um, she counsels, like, a, I call them the team, and they're like, it's like this Orthodox Jewish polyamorous, like, tribe. It's like 12 people, and, you know, that's, of course, all I can know. I can't know any. Do they call themselves the team? No, I call them that oh. in my <laughs> mind, like, because I'm like, that's awesome, and she counsels all of them at once which wow. is pretty which is pretty crazy
2: um, so we've done Three a lot hour of a ex- session or something a four hour session could you
1: imagine that be such oh, a nightmare oh like 12 people in a room sometimes yeah
2: you just gotta be like multiple hours for that
1: oh
0: my god room. unbelievable right so what restraint in letting other people talk I know, you know I could not
1: do it <laughs> <laughs> I'm be like, like my voice so must be heard so <laughs> respectful yeah but um, I think where the hurt is, for me, it comes from a fear place, which which is connected to um, a sense of unworthiness. Like, you're going to find something that you, quote unquote, like better, because I am not X, Y, or Z enough. And I think that's where, the, it, it's just fear, you know? Like, so, so many of my feelings are really just masquerading as other stuff, but it, it's really just fear, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's nothing new that experience of feeling that way it's just new in this context
0: so then um and chase i want to hear your side of this too so we'll get to that in a second but in terms of addressing that when that comes up in this dynamic and 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 we'll get to the boundaries and and exactly like what you guys are exploring in and out of the relationship but like how do you address those feelings so that they don't overcome and and destroy what you guys have
1: Yeah, we said it the other day. We were like, it hurts. (laughs) So he has made some plans for this upcoming week. And, um, you know, as soon as I hear about anything, I can't – something does happen in my body. Something happens to my mood, right, for a little bit. And so I said, you know, I know that you sense a shift in my mood right now, and it's not because you did anything wrong. Mm. It's just because it hurts, you know. And then – I made plans for Tuesday, and then I, I was like, hey, check the calendar because we're extra and we have a shared calendar. And I was <laughs> like, um, check the calendar. I I made um, an appointment, an F appointment. <laughs> um, and he was like, he just looked at me and he was like, it hurts. <laughs> you know? so like... I think like when we're honest about... What the feeling actually is, instead of trying to posture over it and act like, I don't have feelings, Right. I'm, I'm okay. so cool, I'm the cool girl. But trying to be the cool girl has really caused me to victimize myself my entire life and set myself up to be wronged. And so I try not to do that in this relationship because he makes me feel safe enough to where I don't have to posture. So hmm. I think just being honest and saying like, I'm that hurts and I'm worried about it is really useful instead of pretending like it doesn't exist, allowing it to fester and then exploding one day because I've tried that method too less effective.
0: Yeah. And so then um, just as a follow- up, so what does these dates and extra like stuff that you're planning like what function does it serve then for you? Like how does it then contribute? Like why do you want
1: to keep doing it if this hurt comes up? Yeah. So I, I asked myself this question um, a fair amount. And one of the reasons is that just the way that I am sort of oriented as a person, I am obsessed with freedom as a, as a construct. And I'm a Sagittarius. Sorry, I have to say it. A double Sagittarius. <laughs> so like the second someone tells me I can't do something, I'm obsessed with doing it. And I really like to have options available to me whether I indulge in them or not. So that's part of it. It just makes me feel Uh, safer as a person Mm. to have options and then the other part of it is like it's fun and it triggers like I think it we've talked about this too like triggers our desire for each other as well so there's that kind of um, part to it where it sort of ignites I mean sometimes you forget when you've been in a relationship for a long time and you have sex all the time, which is, like, literally most of what we do, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, you know, sometimes you could, like, for a second, like, take it for granted or something. Sure. And then <laughs> you remember or you see that person doing something with somebody else and you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. Like, right. that's my life. I right? so, like, <laughs> get to, like, get in there. Daily. Yeah. yeah, like, get in there whenever I want. And I think it just, I hate this expression, but spices things up, you know. yeah. So there are, and then I'm sure there are many more, I, I, th- I feel like I just gave you like the most shallow answer to, no, <laughs> to that <no>. question, but, <laughs> but, um, those are the things I like about it.
0: Um, okay, Chase, so you've been in a non-monogamous relationship before. Is that how you identified previous relationship?
2: For a period of my life, I think I actually identified as polyamorous Okay. with, you know, and, but I think a lot of that too was me, myself trying to learn and understand what that meant. Mm. Because I think, because I was with, yeah, I was in a relationship with um, <clears throat> a girl a few years ago when I lived in New York. And when I was moving here, I lived in LA almost eight years now. So it's, yeah. you were just saying you've been doing this for a year. And then I thought, well, how long have I been doing this? Mm-hmm. Like, wow, like over eight years. So yeah. it's like eight years ago, I was in another relationship with an, another girl. And it was f- so much different than what this is. Yeah. And <clears throat> there are many. Reasons for that. Some I probably you know just just the way it is. You right. know, um, but anyways, <clears throat> you said something earlier than I wanted to answer, and you said, "What is the goal? Yeah. What's your goal?" And I think there's a very simple answer that everybody will agree to, and I think the overall goal in life is to be happy. Sure. So we want to be happy. Yeah. So this makes us happy. Monogamous relationships do not make me happy. Do not make her happy. Monogamous relationships are not bad. Yeah. You know, if it works for you and makes you happy, awesome. You know, each relationship should work for you how it should work for you. It's designed for you. We are not expected to default to what society tells us to do. And I think a lot of people do. Yeah. Based purely out of fear.
0: Well, totally. They're and conditioning of, uh, you know, especially when religion gets involved or... Or they don't,
2: they're they not even aware that there are other options. And yeah, of religion course. has a lot.
0: 100%. I come
2: from the deep south. I was raised religious from Louisiana. You yeah. Know? So I remember the bubble before moving to New York, you know, in 2006. I remember the bubble of that, of like, no, nuclear family. You're going to date a girl and then you're going to marry her and then you're going to have kids. That's, that's what you do. Wow, and kind of being like, "That's what I was conditioned to learn." Even though in my mind, I was like, "Oh, but there are people that do these." But I'd never until moving out of that place and kind of experiencing what life had to offer, and meeting other people from all over parts of the world.
0: But you did you grow up religious? Yes, um, Christian. Yes.
2: yes, Episcopalian. Episcopalian, <clears throat> which is very similar to Catholicism. Catholic.
0: Okay, great. Thank you for clarifying. It. I know I'm always like which all the one different sects. I get very confused. very similar to Catholic. Yeah. Okay. Um, So that's a pretty rigid framework to grow up in. Are you still religious?
2: No, I would not say that I am. I don't go to church regularly. I mean, do I pray or talk to God? Yes. You know, I do. Um, And I'll go to church when my mom really asks me to go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She's coming to town and she was like, well, you guys come to church with me. Yeah, she wants to go to an Easter service. Yeah. Yeah. So then
0: when you moved to New York, was that a shift sort of in the mindset of, of that you sort know, of American dream? That here's was the taught.
2: thing. Again, I think there are certain ways people are wired. Yeah. So 100%. I remember in high school feeling the feeling of like not having major steady relationships. Like the first major monogamous relationship I had was when I got into college Yeah, and then Pretty quickly into that, I figured out this is not, this is not, I don't like this.
0: Right. And but so, not
2: knowing what or how, like in my mind then, I was like, no, but this is what you need to be doing. Sure. You know, it's like, you need to do this because you haven't done this.
0: So, so then in terms of your um, relationship to monogamy and non-monogamy, then what what does come up in monogamous relationships that doesn't foster happiness and, and what... Now that you're exploring especially with Taylor a non-monogamous re- partner non-monogamous relationship that seems to be working and is based on like love and communication and honesty what does that give to you in a different way that monogamy didn't
2: The number one thing that I think everybody takes for granted in any relationship is communication. <clears throat> yeah. I think a monogamous relationship especially if you go even further marriage whatever yeah. A lot of people start assuming and start letting go of the, their responsibilities in the relationship because then they're like, oh, you know, I've got this ring, you know, right. I'm good. You're here. We're permanent. This is permanent. Yeah. yeah. Nothing's totally. permanent other than, you know, some obvious things in life. But it's like, you know, relationships are not permanent. Right. You have to work at them. And I think a lot of people default to monogamy and think, oh, you know, this, it's okay because she's mine. You know, I'm, I'm good. But No. Like, it's an every single day, every single minute scenario. You have to be aware and you have to be open and honest and you have to be able to roll with shit. Right. You have to be able to roll with punches, roll with what, you know, when things come up, you got to be able to deal with that in the moment because, again, when you're dealing with external factors outside of your relationship all the time, things that can any second upset something. Sure. You need a strong foundation.
0: So do you think then... uh, what I'm kind of gleaning is that because even like non-monogamy almost forces the point of communication. It you, does. Like you have to communicate yeah. because this other part that we've sort of taken for granted in monogamous relationships is now open to other people and can potentially create
1: some kind of rift. So there, it has there has to be clear communication. You have to be hyper vigilant. Yeah, uh, about talking. It's so much talking. I mean, we talk weird talkers, but like it's right. so much talking.
0: So, then what does the non monogamous and uh, I think when we've talked about this before, but one of the the labels I thought was very interesting, particularly about other partners that you engage with sexually, is that it's extracurricular. Um, (laughs) Is that something? Okay. Well, and I thought that was really interesting because it does put a framework on it that you can really grasp onto of like this thing exists outside of our bubble. Um, But for you, You know, what, what does that, what do the extracurricular things bring you? Like, why are you interested in non-monogamy specifically?
2: To touch on really quick, I want to point out for myself, which is really interesting and funny is because, you know, I didn't, I wasn't aware I was going to be in this kind of relationship and feel like this now. Like before her, I didn't know if I was ever going to be with anybody. I thought I'll probably be a single polyamorous person my whole life. You know, that's probably what I was thinking back then, you know, and it's like, but here we are now. Like what she was saying. Yeah. Friends with benefits. Like, if you read the note I wrote in my contact about her,
1: (laughs) I mean, I said, like, hot
2: Jessica rabbit girl, big boobs, (laughs) like, great at sex or whatever, like, super VIP keeper, like that kind of shit. He literally
1: said, VIP keeper. (laughs) I was like, fuck, But it's like, you know,
2: like, you know, she's she's going up high on the list. You know what I'm saying? It's like, so, but in the end, you just keep hanging out and you're like, wow, I'm actually like being around this person and she makes me laugh and I make her laugh and it feels good. Yeah. So when you start realizing, maybe I can shoot, maybe we can do this as a more, but still keep what's exciting about this too. And that's when you start putting together your quote unquote open relationship. But I digress. What you originally were asking. Yeah,
0: no, I appreciate it. We went back to that because yeah, yeah. I did ask her about, and there's yeah, other, I'm curious. There's
2: something that she was saying too that I wanted to touch on from the male perspective. You know, while, you know, you, she says like, hey, I put something on the calendar and I, and I went, I'm like, I knew right away what she was talking. I was like, fuck. So I went to look. I'm like, okay, okay. I was like, Ugh. you know, I'm like, okay, okay. But I think what I wanted to point out is there is a major differentiation in feeling when it comes, and she'll agree with me, when it comes to being present with her in a scenario like that, oh, like yeah. at a party. Right. Or like in a threesome or wherever, or a foursome, however many people there is, compared to like me going and doing what I'm normally doing and knowing that she's off on a solo hangout.
1: Right. Solo things are, are much harder. you don't
2: know what's going on you're completely blindly trusting them at that point. Right. Which you have to be able to do. Sure. But it's just, it's it creates um, vulnerability. It creates, you're basically just kind of, there's, it's lack of control. And for people yeah. that love control,
0: it's, a good exercise. it's tough. You gotta <laughs> just give it up. Which is also us, like control. And you gotta yeah. trust. You yeah. gotta trust. Right.
2: But I wanted to say that, like for me especially, like being included dramatically decreases that that fear reaction of like, you're <gasps> like, oh, oh no, like, she might have some amazing experience without me and be like, "Oh my God, that was great, right and I wasn't a part of it right and I'm like, oh my god, that's that's that is um what's the word um challenging to me as you know in many ways
0: well, and I wonder you know Taylor was talking about the hurt and particularly masculinity within this country for hetero presenting people and and hetero people men in in particular is like. It's aggressively like, this is my woman, Um, you know, and I think there's a lot of deep rooted sort of shame and jealousy that comes up. At least it's talked about of like, you know, having property and particularly over women in this dynamic. And so like, have, do you know what that hurt is or fear? Like what the base is? Like, have you thought about it at all or
2: dealt with that? So, you know, don't get me wrong. Like, I definitely have feelings of like mine. She's mine because it's like, I think as humans, despite, I mean, we can argue it a a million thousand different ways, scientifically, you know, conditioning of, of, of culture, whatever it is, our human, humanity in the sense of who we are is like animals. You can argue many different ways and you could think, you know, we are animals. We like to possess, like it's just all animals have some form of possession, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we will still naturally like to possess things, right? And so I feel when you become so comfortable within a relationship like this and so uh, so safe, you know, that's when, when you feel like that safety could all of us even if it's open, you've totally. known from the get-go, <clears throat> totally. it's still something that jeopardizes the possibility of that safety. Um,
0: and so then for you, what does that, what does non-monogamy bring you? Or going outside of the relationship, like what particularly, if you can articulate, like what does that feel? I mean, there's so
2: many more, like again, there's so many, I feel... I've had monogamous relationships, I've had non-monogamous relationships, and I'm far more fulfilled. There's so many more check boxes that are checked for me, and a lot of it literally is she's not blocking exits or something. Got it's it. like, you so, have the freedom to do whatever you want, which so was verbatim her words. Yes, like we do.
1: Okay. Yeah,
2: and it's like, yeah, you like, don't, you can't cage me, man, like, you can't Got handle it. a cage, man, you know, it's like, sure. but in the end, it's like, I have honestly, within the past seven, eight months, we've been together now, you know, it's like... Willfully chosen a lot of monogamous choices. Yeah, me too. I have had sex with very few people outside of our relationship. In fact, I have not had sex with somebody outside of this for, for a few months now. Yeah, a- alone. Now, in, in couple group environments, you know, we've had all kinds of great fun. Sure. But you know, when it comes to a solo hangout, it, it hasn't happened at all. Today, there was going to potentially be one, but funny, maybe that'll be something we'll talk about. Yeah, I was like, yeah, we should, when today, that happened
1: this morning, I was like, we should talk about it. She canceled yeah. this
2: morning. Oh, uh, okay. I had a date today. Interesting. Yeah, maybe we can talk about because we'll going into segueing into that because yeah. you know again another extremely beautifully amazing thing that I am growing as a man and learning from this relationship that she's getting to educate me is even how to talk to women even better. Oh yeah. You know because thanks. Yeah, it's like we're wingmaning each other in a sense. Yeah. Oh it's yeah. That's no, like, so true. <laughs> and a lot of what I've had difficulty growing up with, especially being I guess from the south, is my concern for being a gentleman, being polite. Sure. And while at the same time being straightforward. And, I, and I've expressed this in therapy, I've expressed this to her, you know, on um, the fear of like, you know, the Me Too movement happening, you know, it's like, you can, you got to be careful of like, you, know, you can't just be like, yo, I want to fuck you. You can't like, be like, yo, let's fuck. I don't know, you could. Yeah. Depending on who it is, sure. but it's like, you know, you're not going to walk up to a chick on the street and be like, yo, let's fuck. Sure, sure. What I'm trying to say is learning the dance of how can I be polite, but still be very straightforward Direct, and yeah. allow them to know what I want without it being a turn off. You know and for me I've struggled with that dance like how do I because that's what I want I just want to be direct right and allow people to know what I want so that they can decide for themselves so that there's no bullshit guessing nobody's like oh wait right. I thought oh, whoa, whoa, whoa you so know.
0: particularly are you talking about articulating with other partners where they would yeah. where
1: they would lie and function within your relationship yeah so basically like the thing that he came up against often, and I think he's doing a really good job with this now, is how do you say to a girl that you meet, or a girl that, because Chase only has sex with women, how do you say to a woman that you meet, or um, someone you've had a previous sexual relationship with, hey, oh, you want to get coffee? Coffee's cool, I actually want to have sex with you, but that's all I want, and I don't know, (laughs) like, how many times I'm going to want that, right? And how do you say that without offending a person, making them feel uncomfortable, making them feel objectified. Because, And I realize that I am... My my male friends make fun of me and say, like, I'm basically a dude because when I hit people up for sex, I'm literally like, yo, what's up, want to fuck? Like, I'm that, you know what I mean? Like, I'm the you up of the female, (laughs) like, community. I mean, sometimes I read back through my text messages and I'm just like, oh my God, if anyone saw that, (laughs) I'm just like, what's up, wanna fuck? But, like... I am I'm, I'm in the minority, minority from what I've gathered. And so what Chase used to do, if it's okay if I speak to this, like he used to, like, so like he met a girl at his like kickboxing gym, right? And so then he's like, oh, let's get dinner. So my fear with that, I have twofold fear. Yeah, actually, I didn't know you guys go on actual date. Right, see, so I don't like that. I okay. call them appointments, but what he was doing a lot was going on dates to then Introduce the idea so that the girl didn't feel uncomfortable and I was like oh, I have, so I have two problems slowly
2: creeping in so like, oh, Crystal, by the way I don't, you know, so it's right. not and like I was like I have away. two problems with that yeah, problem
1: that, one it does hurt my ego that a girl thinks you're going on a date with them when you're in love with me don't like it right thing number two I guess there's three things thing number two as a woman if some guy that I was interested in took me out to dinner and I'm all excited and I get all ready and then I get there and he talks about his girlfriend the whole time I would get up and leave. Very upset. Very Perfect. upsetting. I would like it
0: up front.
1: Yes. That this is what we're doing and that this is what the the interaction you're looking for. Right. Is. And the yeah. third thing is he's my partner and I love him. And I don't want people getting the wrong idea that he's like <clears throat> smarmy or something. Like I really don't like that. So sure. I was like, I think that you need to tell people up front. And then his fear, which I mean, I'll let you talk about your own fear. Sorry but I guess I really wanted to talk about this right now. <laughs> like his fear was like, well, I don't want to just message some girl and just be like, Hey, what's up? Want to have sex? I have a girlfriend and I'm only interested in you for sex, but you want to do this like, but he's figured out you did a really good yeah,
2: getting there. I'm not like, it's not, nothing's perfect. You did a really this good particular job of that girl was, was, Yeah. Useful. Like, well, I'll describe this particular scenario. Yeah. So this is a girl that I've known for a quite a few years in LA. I haven't seen her in over, over a year, probably two years, maybe. Mm. Um, I think I saw her like maybe last year when I was just getting out of or something. I was in a previous monogamous relationship. And and this girl and I had 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 a prior sexual relationship, but it had been quite a while. So she had, I guess she saw me on TV or whatever and was like, hits me up. Hey, it's been a long time. How are you?
0: You're shirtless. Probably.
2: (laughs) Which I was going to bring up this morning. It's funny because, you know, I feel like that that's gonna happen. Like sometimes somebody will see and then just, and then they're uh, like, oh yeah, then they're dick. gonna pop in yeah. and be like, by the <laughs> <That> way, let's <laughs> fuck. You know, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because I, I just saw you shirtless and now I want to fuck. You know. <laughs> <I> but um, <laughs> I
0: yeah. would do that. I'm like, like, oh, pretty wait, sure I have. I fucked that one. Can I we
1: want, do that again? Do again. To get yeah. back in there. <laughs> now I remember.
2: Uh, yeah. But uh, she. So originally she was saying, "How have you been? Blah blah blah." Like you know, insinuating let's hang out. And so I immediately the first I think one of the first thing I said is. I said, oh, I'm with a girl, blah, blah, blah. and she's like, was it the previous girlfriend you were?" with? Like, no, I'm with a new girl, and then I explained immediately, we're in an open relationship, and blah, 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 blah. we're romantically monogamous, we're sexually non-monogamous, and so she had a bunch of questions immediately, she's like, sure. oh, I don't know, what is that like? And so she asked me questions, does that mean you have sex with the other girl more than once, does that mean you only have one night stands? Oh. So that immediately allowed me to be more specific, and we were basically going to meet today. Because what we agreed was we haven't seen each other in a while. We haven't had sex in a while. Let's just see if we're even like feeling that. Totally. That's mainly what I said. Okay. So I'm like, maybe we should hang out and let's just kind of see what what's feeling, what we feel right now. Yeah. But basically this morning she messaged me. She's like, you know what? I've really been thinking and I think I would prefer to, pri- to prioritize my time into an actual relationship. Oh. Not I don't want to do casual sex anymore. Got it. So the great thing about all that, and, and I'm honestly really happy she said that and yeah. did not wait for me. Yep. To get all the way to the date. To be like, by the way. (laughs) Yeah you couldn't have fucking just said that right? Right, right, right. And it's the same, weight, ex- but it's the same exact thing you were time. just saying you know as like you as a as a woman you would have preferred and appreciated for me not to have wasted your time and right. getting there and I completely fucking and she that did and the
1: same it. thing to you she which respected right. me and, I, I, respectful, yeah. and I'm like yeah. God bless this girl because I give him this advice like you need to be up front and then she just responds perfectly yeah. like the oh, yeah, she, yes. she, she gifts
2: me makes <laughs> it feel good that I was
1: my number I'm gonna her a little heart emoji thank you good job girl was well
0: done. Um, okay, I want to hear your boundary list and oh, yeah. what you guys have okay. come up with. So we literally, you, it's literally, I would it, advise
2: you literally writing it out. No, I know. Because when it ever gets to a point when you have something and yeah. you might be in, you, you are going to be in an argument or debate, sometimes you it's whip good without the list, to go back and like you just look.
0: Well, and so, I, I, this is, um, I guess I, I feel like this is true, but I I want to ask. It's always evolving. I imagine as well. Like nothing is hard. In right. Set rules and like as you guys
1: get deeper and closer, like everything is changed.
2: Pretty much always negotiable. Right. Okay. Regarding the, uh, of course, other than like you know, these are some of the- our
1: rules as they stand today. today. Yeah. Literally yesterday, okay. it's a one day at a time thing. Literally yeah. yesterday, he was like. I have a rule that I want. And it was the mm-hmm. most random rule. And I was like, okay, yeah, <laughs> sure. I can like, do that. Where did that even come from, you know? <laughs> and, and he was like, yeah, I would just feel better. And it was like, it, it just cracked me up because it was like such a small thing. But that's another thing that's good about these types of relationships is you can, you know, bring up the tiniest thing and say, oh, like, can, can we only do that like that? You know? And yeah. it's like a constant conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And you write down what you're, what you're current with. Right. Because when you feel differently, you don't want to be like, oh, but I, th- you, know, you know, oh, I forgot. What do we agree with? No, right. no, we wrote it down. No, it's here. Okay, cool. All, so. I'm excited. All right. I mean, it's not going to be, like, be like fireworks here. No, right? I, I read like, <laughs> it. <laughs> 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 Jerry Relationship Loves. agreements. So the very first thing says, um, if if you ask for permission before getting someone's phone number, you don't have to ask for permission. We've agreed that if you're out and we're in like the world, and you meet someone and you're like, oh, like this could go that way, rather than killing the vibe, killing the mood, being like, Hold on, let me the ask my partner if I can get it, your yeah. number. You can be like, I mean, but I think that we've now also agreed, and I should probably add this, that it's important to be upfront with them when getting their number or exchanging numbers, being like, sure. by the way. Yes. Just so you're not wasting your time right now. Totally. I'm in an open relationship. Love that. I should write that down.
1: You should write that
2: down. <laughs> uh, so that's that's one. That's on number one. Uh, okay. number two says, When you when we're um, when, you're in, when we're at a play party together and we want to potentially we're interested in another person, yeah, it's important to check in with us together to in the moment there, not just go off and do what you want to do. Got it. Now, maybe one day it might be like that. Who knows? Right now, I feel comfortable and I know she feels comfortable with us being the communication, communication, communication. Right. When you're at a party, if you see someone, hey, what do you think? Or right. whatever. Not like, I'll see you in a little bit. Sorry. Right, right. <laughs> Doesn't That's not how it goes. Yeah. So that's another rule. Um, when you're, when we make appointments outside of the relationship, like what I had today, we've agreed that we'll put it on the calendar. Now that we have a shared calendar, we can easily see it. Be like, Hey, by the way, like she just did the other it's day, put coded. this on the calendar. Oh, what color? Go take a look it? when you get a chance.
1: My, um, my, I, so I have friend hangs and then I have sex friend hangs and the sex friend hangs are red. Ugh. and the regular front hangs are orange.
2: That's, I don't see that. She sees that. All my uh, calendars also are color-coordinated. I don't see your colors.
1: Oh, what?
0: I, I love color-coordinating color calendar. Yeah.
2: On, uh, oh, you know what it is? Because <laughs> I colored all of your appointments one color. They're, oh. all, they're all teal. Oh. They're all the color of your okay. mic. Okay.
1: Well, basically. that's okay then. Yeah. Right. That's Because that's I have acceptable. all these colors
2: for mine, and it would have, seg- it would have been all confusing. Oh. Oh. Um, so there you go. Um, let's see.
0: And so then what kind of information do you get on the – actually, I had two follow-up questions. What kind of information do you get on
1: the other person beforehand? Oh, I don't like – oh, I do not like – I cannot see last names because then I will do the thing. Oh, you'll suck. I will do the thing. So, and if I do see a last name, like he sent me a text message from earlier. He screenshotted something to me and I saw the last name and I was like – Taylor you're fucking 30 years old you're an adult (laughs) you have agency you have choice do not get on the internet do not do it because like I said because I have an eating disorder so my first thing is like is she thinner than me and I'm gonna have to look at every fucking picture and compare every single thing so I just like to know like who they are like the nature of their relationship and then selfishly I like to know if they like girls too
0: (laughs) yeah um, oh, this is interesting because we didn't talk about, it and I don't know if it'll come up. But like, when your partner has a solo thing, like, what do you want to hear
1: afterwards? Is that part of the boundary? What do I want to hear? <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, we, oh, did, we, we did. We did interaction.
2: Oh, I love to know everything. He likes to know
1: everything. <clears throat> And that's hard for me. Sometimes. That's part of no, the inclusion here. factor. I like to yeah. know
2: because it makes me feel at least like I got to hear about it after the fact.
1: Right. It's and hard it, for me to say. That's what I. know. Yeah. It's hard for you to say. It's hard well, and for I don't. To say. And, and
2: I don't try to force. No, her. He does I say, not tell force me what me. you're comfortable sure. with. Don't. I'm not forcing you. because you're I wanna, still you're an individual human being. Yeah. I don't have the right to demand you to tell me everything right. you just did. Yes, but I, I,
1: you know, I love you, so I want to give you what you want. Of course, but it is your choice. It's hard sometimes because like. I was like, okay, well then I just like the first time I remember like I did like a, a one off. I, I like came back and he's like sitting on the couch. She's like, okay, like what happened? And I was like, um, so like so, I like, saw my boobs and then okay, like you know, like I was just like. I said,
2: yeah. <laughs> and
1: God,
2: the majority of time when that them. happens, it like we were talking earlier, it ignites our sex life. Like immediately, I'm like, okay, let's go, come on. Yeah, yeah. Which let's is go.
1: True. Which is you know,
2: that's a perk. Yeah.
0: But for you, Taylor, you don't want to hear anything.
1: I I just want to know if the sex thing happened or not. That's literally, I'm like, did the thing happen? He's like, yes or no. And I'm like, okay, next. You know, and then like, that's the extent. And out of curiosity, and maybe we'll get to this in
0: boundaries, but like, do you have, like, particularly with fluid bonding, which, Mm -hmm. you know... Can be, if you're talking about penetrative sex, can be condom, but also
1: oral is fluid as well. Do you have boundaries around that? Is that in your life? We have um, only have unprotected penetrative sex with each other. Um, We don't have any rules about, uh, but I would really hope that anybody that, about oral, but I really, I hope that anybody that we have a sexual relationship is the type of person, and I've been really lucky, 30 years old, never had an STD, I've had sex with so many people I couldn't even tell you, like... And I hope that part of that is because using, number one, proper protection, but also trusting the people that you're in that dynamic with that would never want to put you in, in right. a harm's way, you know. There's so, a lot of
2: trust. You still have to trust. Like, well, right. obviously, I mean, and even condoms are not 100%. They right. really aren't. You know, it's, so especially it's, in that a woman is a much more susceptible as well. Men are less susceptible to catching any to any form of infection, just purely scientifically in how we're both made. Right. So but it's so, like, like, for me, when I have
1: sex with women, <coughs> no scissors as I choke on this ice cube, no scissoring. Okay. Which like, so that's a
0: very hard line. Yeah. Okay. Because Because that
2: is unprotected sex. Yes. Right, right, right. Yes, it is. And yeah, so.
0: Um, And then the second one I have for the, the play party, when you guys see other people and you check in with your partner, if somebody doesn't like the person that you're looking at, do they have veto power?
2: There is a veto power that exists. We've talked about that, yeah. and I've said, like, listen, if I'm never going to bring a person into this dynamic that is disagreeable with this, okay, or has any form of friction against this, or if that, not if nice that exists because that's then, happened. Yeah, and I completely, like, I've written her out of my life now, like almost. Oh like, wow! Like to the point where I'm just not interested in continuing any form of relationship with that person anymore. Got it. Because it was just a complete lack of. It was a complete lack of of um respect even just as on a human form in my opinion.
1: Right. Sure. She was just really nasty <clears throat> to me like out- so, outright. And yeah, I was like that was not an obvious jealousy jealous, my it was, boyfriend. Right. Obvious jealousy. If you're going to want to be nice to me even yeah. after
2: I had been very straightforward about everything and it's just kind of like you know, certain people can hear one thing but when they're faced with it they can't deal totally. or they can't. Anyways, not to get on that tangent, but Yeah, I was you know. just
0: curious like particularly also in a play, you know, if you see somebody I, can, I mean
2: I've told her before like uh eh, you right. know whatever like you know there's sometimes yeah. you know and it just depends like yeah. eh,
1: I mean I think know, yes I think <clears throat> I would totally give you veto power in that situation because you don't restrict my freedom at all so if you have like a bad feeling about somebody I would want to know that and I would trust that cuz he never tries to prevent me from stuff so if he sure. was ever like no I'd be like, oh, well, you yikes. know, I've kind okay. of said, yeah,
2: like there was that recent guy that you were that was in the circle of all your female friends that everybody was talking to. Remember, I don't want to say his name. Who was it? The guy recently starts with an M. Oh God! Oh, I don't want to say God. his name for disaster. his sure, sure. That guy's but you know, there's there was a guy. Maybe you probably know about this guy. That supposedly a lot of her other female friends coincidentally all were talking to the same fucking guy. And then he was even talking about threesomes with some of them or something. Yeah. And it's like, and I'm constantly hearing stories every day. Of, and so my mind starts forming stories. I don't, I've never met him. Sure. But it's like the things that I hear that he's saying and this and that, I just kind of get a bad taste. I'm like, I don't really like this guy. I'm yeah. Like, I don't think. Do you have to it do does, that one? Yeah. So yeah. then I'm like, you have to? Like, can't you just. Right. There's so many there's guys. There's other
0: people. <laughs> <Yeah>. There's so <laughs> yeah. many others.
2: And that's okay. kind of how I feel. I'm like, just make it like, I want to know, like, have fun. That's what I want. Don't just do sure. it and you're not going to have fun and not enjoy it. Don't fucking do it.
1: That's right. actually one of our rules is I don't <laughs> I don't have
2: no pity fucks. Please.
1: I and that sounds no terrible, fucks. but like that <laughs> is the ha- I'm a people pleaser and like as a one, like <laughs> And all, I mean, you've seen me do it, Jerry. Yes, you, I you, have. You saw me do it. She told me this. Yeah. That, that <laughs> yeah, one night, and I was like, I'm pretty sure this guy is 75, and I'm just gonna let him have sex. <sighs> I so will that, tell that won't you, turn he is is not like, 75. How old was he?
0: He was like, I mean... Uh, I don't know maybe like late 50s
1: okay maybe (laughs) it was just dark in there I don't know no or he just looked terrible (gasps) the way that you conceptualize of people you're like this is completely wrong (laughs) um yeah but I have totally done that where I'm like I don't I I like feel guilty or the person this is like in a party scenario I get it not in my personal life you know I mean it's hard to T- turn to Reject somebody Yeah, yeah You don't want to It's hard yeah. And I hate to hurt but now she can feelings. reject A lot better easier yeah. Oh good yeah. yeah Okay keep going with the list
2: okay. So then the, the next thing Is being specific About the kind of appointment it is So that's why we have The different types of calendars Okay Whether or not They're gonna be fuck friends Or like just hang friends Cool um, And I found recently And uh, we'll talk a little more About this too I found recently because you saw that, like, even this morning, you're like, wait, I was confused. Was this a fuck friend or was it a catch-up friend? And she was a little confused until I showed her, like, the messages and she realized, oh, like, oh, you had told her about a relationship, but you guys were unsure you were going to have sex. Got it. And so I think it's important to be specific about those types of things. Like, by the way... Do you know this guy prior, or do you know this girl prior? Have you had sex with him before? How many times? Like, how long has it been? All that kind of stuff. Sure. At least for me, and I think for her, it's 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 very helpful to know. Yeah. So then you give a better foundation before they go into it. You Got have it. more of a rock, more context. holding you, so that you don't like ah go right. into the fucking rabbit hole Su- of
1: surprises or the death of the open relationship. No, yeah, yeah. nobody, nobody surprises. likes surprises.
2: Yeah. Okay. Don't do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then. So then I asked are there any places like locations off limits to meet like people like my kickboxing gym or her acting class. Uh-huh. Know? And we agreed no. Okay. No. At first You just c- have to
1: be mindful if you're going to see the person on a consistent and repetitive basis got because it. you have to it, make Yeah, sure. obviously
2: yeah. So then you don't want to like create something that could be like a negative scenario then with that person because right. then you have it. to see them all the time you're like right. fuck totally. that didn't go over well now we got to see each other every day. That's that's normal in any scenario right. of all dating But yeah, so I you're
0: think. giving discretion up to each of you to yes. decide what is which
2: a majority I think of our choices are yeah we just trust each other to make the right choice yeah. even in the beginning it was like I just trust you to make ethical honest choices Right, mostly for our own protection yeah in and our, and our relationship yeah um, oh okay so here's now slightly changing make sure you have eaten before you talk about anything <laughs> serious or dramatic <laughs> For both of us. I fucking love that rule. No hangry talks. Oh
0: my God, that's so funny. <laughs> but we've
2: And we have, like oh, we look had, up and we both haven't eaten in fucking like six, seven hours, yeah. eight hours. And we're like, and I realize, yo, when, when did you, did eat? you last <laughs> eat? She's like, I don't know. And I'm like, fuck, I haven't Let eaten. Eat. And I'm like, okay. we need to eat now. Yeah. Shut up. Let's This legitimately
1: eat. happened the other day. Like, we <laughs> I love that. We knew we were like in the blackness when yeah. literally.
2: We're feeling all shitty was and like, bad and like. Ugh.
1: I was like. You have a tone And he was like You have a tone And we were like Get out the phone And record us So we start recording Part of the <laughs> argument And then we're like Playing it back And he's like "Hear your tone right there And I'm like My tone Listen to your tone And then it was like Maybe we should eat dinner <laughs> like, This is yes. ridiculous Yes This
2: yeah, is literally. fucking yeah.
1: ridiculous Right now
2: So that's a very That's important rule I love rule. that Like Oh I love sometimes that Sometimes you feel like I can't wait Like we need to talk now Right and like no Let's take eat a Eat food breath. And then you all of a sudden Feel like Oh, okay. oh Wow <laughs> I don't even feel like any that anymore now I, I don't even want to talk anymore not I feel mad great I'm not anymore yeah. I'm not even mad anymore <laughs> Just eat food and it, feel, it makes you feel bad um, So th- so this is a simple one It's how many dates per week or month Like the quantity oh. And we agreed that it's not really a quantity thing At first I kind of thought maybe it was a quantity thing But it was not okay. She wasn't reacting to a quantity It was more of like he Kind of how like, I was speaking and talking He had and the like way I was five, going
1: about it. five possible sex hangouts in a week
2: this he was, was early in the se- beginning. He did not okay. have
1: sex with all of those people. The, yeah. But I was immediately like, okay, we go from you saying no one to five in the same week. That made me feel like I'm doing something wrong. Oh, He's okay. He's losing interest. I'm not good enough. And I was just like, I cannot deal with that. That right. makes me feel really insecure. Can you just like space it out a little bit? You know what I mean? Sure. Just like space it out a little Well, in
0: quality time... I, particularly for me, I have no time. So mm. I don't know if that comes up for you. It's and funny. Like, love language what was, is the like, yeah. yeah. I
2: was literally about to comment a lot of that had to do with my time management and yeah. stuff. A lot of how I would operate even before Taylor was in my life was, okay, what free time do I have this week? Where can I plug in shit? Totally. And it's I like, okay, that. so... <laughs> I only have these three spots and I really want to see these three people. So, this is the only time I could probably do it. I better plug them in right here or I won't get to do it till next week or the night, week after or whatever. Right. So, and my Matt mom was
1: desired like, to like, Oh, I really want to do that. I, but really, was, I don't want to wait till next week. That feels very threatening.
2: To and me. it was a matter, oh, too. Okay. And But here's the thing, too. A lot of those, like two or three of those particular people, weren't even potentially like sex friends. A lot of them were like, Hey, like, while we might have had this relationship in the past, I want to tell you about who's in my life now. Oh, yeah. So, a lot of it was like, hey, let me meet with you and I want to tell you about my open relationship and my girl and da-da-da and all this stuff. Yeah. How do you feel about all that? You know? And a lot of that, a lot of those talks, a lot of those meetings were literally that. Got it. You know? So, yeah, um, yeah. while, you know, and, and, but it's, it's different, you know, from her perspective, like, she doesn't know these people. Of course. She doesn't. She's not even there. Right. She's not at the ap- appointments to hear what's going on. Totally. So she's left filling all, yeah, all these blanks. Yeah, your brain gets really busy. Yes. Right. Yeah. So it's like, you know, and I think that is important. Being receptive and being um compassionate in your relationship is extremely fucking important. Yeah. Because I've had to learn like <laughs> I'm gonna read in the art of bring in the art of seduction here. Oh,
1: here we go. This has been the
2: topic. Number lately. number here's the two top rules I've learned so far. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be repulsive. Never be repulsive. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a fucking given, obvious, right? But number two, <laughs> defensiveness is completely unattractive. It's yeah, never attractive, especially on a man mm. with with a woman. And yeah. so it's like listening to her and hearing what she has to say, no matter if it's jealousy, no matter whatever the fuck it is, it's important, I think, for both of us to get to the point of don't become defensive based on somebody else's feelings because they're just telling yeah. you their feelings. Totally. It's yeah. all it is. Right. And it's your responsibility in that relationship yeah. is to listen. Right. Um, so it's very hard hard when you especially when like you feel like yo, but by the way, like this is not what you think it is. Right. And it's not what you're thinking it is.
1: Right. And I'm like, I don't care. I just want to watch it. I'm hurt. I'm hurt. That's (laughs) all I feel. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, but um, there you go. And then the last thing I have on here, we actually recently added this, is if we're going to a party and we wanna like a play party and we wanna bring like a friend of ours, like a guest, somebody that hasn't been yet. Yeah. Uh, I asked her if she would mind us bringing just one person per party. Oh. There was a scenario that happened the other day. I'm not going to go into any details at all about it. But something happened where we had like kind of two new friends. Like one of them was kind of our friend together. And another was one of just her friend. I had just met him that night. Too many people to manage. And it's like it's too many new people to manage in one night. And then especially that evening, like something happened with she and I. And we kind of like took a back seat that night. We didn't play with anybody. We just kind of stayed together and just talked the rest of the night. Like together at the party. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Didn't do anything with anybody. Yeah. Even them. You know, and it's kind of like, even when scenarios like that can go down, it's a lot better, I think, to manage people, especially when people don't know what they're getting into. Right. Even though both of them kind of took the ducks to water that night. Sure. Literally. And (laughs) metaphorically. Literally. um, (laughs) In the water. In the hot tub. In the hot tub. (laughs) Sure. But it's like, you know, I I think it's better, less stressful when you have to worry about just one human being and their well-being rather than two or three. Yeah, totally. But And that's it. That's our...
1: I love that. As
2: of now, and this this list is going to change and grow. And of course, sh- and, tre- and shorten. Yeah. Because a
1: lot of the time you don't you don't know what's going to be a rule until you come up against the scenario, and then you're like, oh, so that's not good, or that doesn't work that for me. That feels bad. That feels bad. And it, and it's hard too because, I mean, I like I like to be in control. I do, and and I that's like to know. Like. Yeah. So I, I, I like to know how things <laughs> are going to affect me, and so when something is really surprising, it's very upsetting on, you know, regardless of the content of the thing, when I don't know how I'm going to react emotionally to something, I feel very unsafe and very uncomfortable because a lot of a lot of my history and the way I grew up and stuff. And so it's really hard when sometimes I feel like I'm like going through life just like, Oh, don't say anything today that could potentially hurt my feelings. I don't even know what that's going (laughs) to be, you know? Um, and if I'm feeling particularly sensitive that day and then certain things don't bother me at all, like, uh, his ex-girlfriends I've met one of them who's lovely and then I'm like Instagram connected with one of them who I'm like low-key in love with cause, like we Danielle? can't Danielle yeah I'm yeah, in love with Danielle <laughs> <up>. um, <laughs> I'm like she is he has pictures of her up, uh, like in his like office area like boudoir photo shoots and like literally every day <laughs> I like <laughs> I just take a look whatever and I told her I outed myself to her and she was like oh my god <laughs> I'm so happy I remind <laughs> you of an important part of yourself she's like so sweet <laughs> but like him talking about them or me talking to them or them coming up—that doesn't bother me at all. I'm yeah. like, fuck yeah, cool, go, like, enjoy it, you know. And and I don't know. I think normally I have friends that get really sensitive when their partners bring up their exes, and it like I really feels that's bad. I think interesting too. I actually want so much
0: information because me too. I think it's really
1: interesting. Of like, well, how what, how did that work? Like, what worked? What didn't work? What happened? Right. And all of his <laughs> like ex girlfriends are like so pretty, and I'm like yes, because like you know right? what I mean. I'm like, oh my god, I'm in like good company. Like yeah. I'm like, oh, I want them all. Like. <laughs> You know, and, like, that feels really good. And I didn't necessarily know that that was going to feel really good.
0: Yeah. Um, I think the one well, – well, yeah, one of the last questions I have is, like, because uh, something came up recently in, in my relationship is, like, when you want the other person to have a particular experience, like, I just had a, this particular experience, and I did it for – it was specific to something that I was trying to experience and alleviate and and have that. And my partner, what we came up against is like, he also wanted to preserve the experience I was having and not put his shit that was coming up onto me in that moment so that I could have the feelings that I was feeling. And fully experience how I was feeling and, like, what came up and stuff like that. And so that was, like, a very interesting navigation of, like, because I also wanted to hold space for him. But I was, like, maybe not in this moment. Like, maybe I also can't do it in this moment because I want to... Sort of process what happened. Are and were,
2: how, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt yeah. you. I'm just trying to understand. Are you referring to something as if you guys are having a discussion about something? Yeah. So and he's I had like yeah.
0: So I had like an appointment with this with this uh, man. Separate. It was like yeah. It was oh, like we were it talking was, about yeah yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah yeah. So it was Got like it. a clinical sort of you, thing. I see, I see. And then okay. and my what partner like drop me off and pick me up and he had a lot of
1: feelings about it totally um,
2: I, didn't, I wasn't even that close to it right. I didn't drop her off or any of that totally that, even to closer. be clear this was
1: Jerry and I have both had yeah, the same Taylor appointment with the yeah. same person same <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 and,
0: and so it was interesting because like I was really stuck it was interesting because I came out of the appointment also having so many feelings, but really a lot of what came up to is like so much love for him. Yep. Mm-hmm. So much love she for said him. Stuff like that. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. It, so much came out of it. And I realized he wasn't in that space at all. And so I was like, I can't share that it's in this aware. moment because he's not receptive. And he was also like, I don't want to taint what you're feeling by bringing up my stuff. Like, it's not the time to talk about it. But then navigating when do we talk about it, and when do so you can have your experience, I can have mine, and then we can come together and sort of debrief at a different.
2: Can time. I jump in? Yeah, there's something I've been wanting to say too that yeah. kind of touches back on earlier, and now you're reminding me of again. Now, please. I think too, it sometimes I find it difficult, and she probably does too, when. Even when it's time to like, if, if I wanted to make an appointment with somebody else or do anything extracurricular, I find it difficult to even do that based on the fear response of not wanting to upset her. Totally, yeah. I don't want her to be upset. That it comes my up all for goal. Too. My whole goal in my life right now is so she'll be happy. I want her to be happy, yeah. and doing that is the opposite of that. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, but in a sense, she wants me to do what I want. She wants me to be happy, sure? so she wants right. me to do that. So it's like a it's like a flip coin every time, and so that's just something. where I'm starting to really learn and I think she is too, you just, you cannot be afraid. You just have to stick to what you want right? and be honest and just be responsible for it. Be accountable for it. Totally. And just follow what we've agreed on and and how you inform them and how you plan it. And trust that like,
0: the foundation and the communication and the boundaries you, yes, you have to just are, trust yeah. they're gonna be okay which is very scary yeah. especially if yeah. you're
2: following the agreements you both have agreed on like as long as you're following the agreements you shouldn't be afraid yeah, yeah. Like, and, and,
1: and it is hard because I feel yeah. so guilty every time I have a negative reaction and I can't fake it I just cannot fake it I my whole body changes like if I hear something I don't like my whole it's like my whole energy level changes and I literally and I, can, th- I sense it immediately, immediately. Like just and the I'm other kn- day I, I knew I'm sure. it it's, and I'm like now you're gonna feel punished because I'm having and I feel so guilty about that. That's
2: the name of the game, though. I yeah? think that's the name of this game. One of it's the name of how you how do you dance around feelings of jealousy, feelings of possession right. when especially when you went into this open,
0: right? You've uh, never been monogamous. Well, and that so crunch like, is like so interesting. Like I've yeah. it, you know experienced it now on a very small scale because like we're just starting this, but. I, I also do think it creates like a t- like we've gotten so much deeper into this because of oh, these yeah. conversations and because we opened it from this beginning yes, where yeah. I was like, this is something that I'm interested in. And so now it's forced us to really like start like from, you know, early, early on, whereas like I've never approached a relationship like this before. Neither have I. It's yeah. my first first one also. Yeah. And so it does like root really deep into
2: the connection i mean i thanked uh danielle my previous open relationship i thanked her for i'm like because there's a lot of shit that pops up for me in this and i'm like fuck i remember how back then that happened and how i responded you're not gonna do that now yeah oh but yeah. it's almost like i thanked her i'm like thank you for going through that with me like a lot of what i went through then prepared me for this now right so it's like, thank you, ex-girlfriend. We were you know, together for Slash helping my, mature. Slash my current
1: girlfriend in my mind. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, trust me. Like, <laughs> yeah.
2: you know, Danielle is with someone now. And I think now, like, she still identifies as open. She wants to be, sure. I don't know if she identifies as poly, but she considers herself non monogamous. I think now she is in a monogamous relationship with another guy. They have discussed yes. opening that up. But, I mean, there's yeah. definitely, don't worry, there's definite interest <laughs> there. For I'm like, oh, come yeah, visit in
1: L.A., just come visit. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Stay in the guest Oh, Danielle, she'll be a that guy. Yeah. And, but anyways,
2: um, and I don't know how much time we have left, and I'm probably yeah. wrapping it up. I have another list, too, that you might be, I'm sorry, but. I love this. This is almost more important than the other list, in my opinion. This is literally agreements and boundaries on how to safely argue. Oh. And I think it's literally imperative. Yeah. Because. This was a. a especially when you get so heated and so hot, and you're two alpha-type personalities yeah. like this, like, it's really easy to pull out all the big guns yeah. and just fucking blow them away. And we both want to blow each other away sometimes, like, I'm right, you're wrong. Oh, yeah. Right? But I almost feel like some of these things, like, you think that they're, it's, it's like... Should be second nature and should be a given, but they're not. No,
0: no, and especially um, when you're in the moment, you get so fired, and oh yeah. and you want to take those punches, and it's like, okay, yeah, let's eat, let's even, take a breath, let's some have some water.
2: You brought some of these things up just in the conversation today that yeah. i have written down in the sense of like being careful not to go this way or not to go that way, right? When right. You're having these conversations over and over,
1: especially when you know someone so well, like you know exactly how to hurt their feelings, yeah. and like yeah. sometimes, like at least my motivation for doing that heinous behavior is like. I'm so hurt right now and I want you to you be there feel, too yeah, so you, I want you know to how feel I feel. It. So yeah. I'm going to fucking say this horrible thing to you that I know is just going to like crush you and then you're going to feel bad and then we're both going to feel bad and then we're going to be like, I'm sorry. Right. You know, and that's
0: does Well, and work. that's also... I, I, I mean, talk about like trauma bonding, yes. like, you know, bringing somebody down to then like yeah. marinate in this hurt and then come up from the ashes. Like, that's what I've also known. And yeah. how destructive yeah. can that, like,
1: that's so destructive. No, you're right. It, it is a trauma bonding Yeah. Uh, behavior.
2: I think the key to it, staying in a relationship, though, is figuring out how to have safe arguments, yeah. how to safely have a debate. I love that. Because there have been too many relationships where it goes really down the dark rabbit totally.
1: hole. Totally. Me too. And it
2: feels like everything is on the fucking line when it, it should not be like when that.
1: When it isn't. Yeah. You need
2: to feel safe in your relationship to be able to express, I don't like that. Or right. let's talk about that. And you know that afraid. it's not
0: like the person is going to leave immediately. Yeah.
1: Right. And then yeah. over
2: time you train yourself, you you, you condition yourself. Yeah. To be better arguers, to be better... Better humans. And I will
1: say I'll shout see. out to Chase because he came up with this list with his therapist on his own and then uh-huh. ran it by me. So I was like, and I, I agreed with all of it, I think. And um, so I was like, good job taking the initiative and doing the heavy lifting that I, I, that. I was unable to do at that time. Yeah.
0: Um, We do need to wrap up. I've thoroughly enjoyed this. Thank you guys both for coming and sharing so honestly and openly about this. I mean, I've gleaned and learned a ton. Um, And I'm excited to see how it continues to evolve and shift and um, grow into something even more beautiful. So thank you so much for your time. Thank Thank you. you. Oh, my God, wasn't that so juicy? Um, They also read to me later their uh, agreements for fighting. Uh, And one of the biggest things that stood out was that, and I think we did talk about this, was that uh, the relationship should never be at stake. And I think that that's a really, really big thing that... um, has come up in my previous relationships and definitely something that I 100% am avoiding now. Um, but I adore you too. Thank you for taking time to, uh, share with us and to come on the podcast again for the third time Taylor and for the first time chase. Um, I just love you. Uh, as always, please follow us on social media at Finding My Yum podcast. Uh, we're posting updates and quotes and clips, so stay apprised of all the things coming up which are exciting. Uh, please email us at findingmyyumgmail.com. At Send us suggestions for topics you want us to cover. Uh, we have some exciting quarantine uh, specials coming up, but anything else you'd like to hear. And also, please subscribe, rate us five stars nothing less um and share with 147 people this week Uh, and also give them all a shout out and hello because they probably are feeling a little sad and isolated um and it's my birthday week so you have to do it yay stay yummy love you all